Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jimmy Rosari. Notre Dame opens up as a 20-and-a-half-point favorite against Navy this weekend in Dublin. Still, with the midshipmen having a new offensive coordinator, Notre Dame defensive coordinator Al Golden says that his guys have to be flexible on Saturday. you got to be sound. Uh, you got to look internally and make sure you're sound and make sure you're doing the things that you need to do on each play um, and then be ready to adapt on game day. Uh, don't make it too complex that you can't change course on game day based on what they do. Coverage of Notre Dame Navy begins at 9 a.m. with Legacy Heating and Air Game Day, followed by Game Day Sports Beat presented by Bud Light on your home for fighting Irish football. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Mishawaka comes in at number 5 on the AP's Top 10 in Class 5A after the first week of the season. The Cavemen beat Mishawaka Marion 44-12 last Friday night. The Backyard Brawl at Penn is next on the schedule. Penn comes in at number 9 in the state's 6A poll. You can hear the game between Mishawaka and Penn starting at 6.40 Friday night on 96.1 The Ton. Also in the 5A poll, Concord debuts at number 10. Northwood is number 4 in the 4A poll. LaVille is ninth in the 2A poll. Notre Dame and Purdue will rekindle their women's basketball rivalry with a home-and-home series starting this season. The Irish women will host the Lady Boilers on December 17th at Purcell Pavilion this season, while the two will play at Mackey Arena next year. Notre Dame is 13-14 and all-time against Purdue, but the Irish have won the last eight meetings. The most notable between the in-state rivals came on April 1st, 2001. Notre Dame, led by then-point guard Neal Ivey, defeated Purdue 68-66, winning the program's first national championship. In the air, deep left field. Hap going back, looking out of here. The rest did him good. And Ibanez homers for the eighth time this year. Ibanez launches one left field. Way back, his second homer of the night. Tigers reclaim the lead. Audio from Bally Sports Detroit. The Tigers chased Drew Smiley early and were able to hang on against the Chicago Cubs, winning 8-6. Andy Abanez leading Detroit with two homers off of Smiley in the first and fourth innings. With the loss, the Cubs fell three and a half games behind the Phillies for the top National League wildcard spot. They're tied with the Diamondbacks for the second spot, while the Reds and Giants both sit a half game out for the final berth. The rubber match between the Cubs and Tigers starts at 1-10 this afternoon. Seattle won their eighth straight, beating the White Sox 6-3. The Mariners are now within a game of the AL West lead. Meantime, before the game, the White Sox fired Executive Vice President Ken Williams and General Manager Rick Hahn. Rumble, right field, base hit. Cubs will tie it, and they'll also take the lead. Ed Howard's two for two. Alcantara and Ballesteros in. And Ed will punch this one into the left center field gap, dropping for another hit. Ed Howard's three for three. Ballesteros into score. And it's 4-1 South Bend. What a night by Ed Howard. Brendan King on the call last night here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. The South Bend Cubs started their series with Cedar Rapids with a 6-3 win. Ed Howard, 3-4 for four last night, three RBIs on the night. With the win, South Bend gained a game on the Peoria Chiefs, who currently hold the final playoff spot in the West Division. Peoria lost to West Michigan 14-3. The Cubs and Colonels continue their series tonight at Four Winds Field. Coverage starts at 645 here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. 
The Chicago White Sox have called Guaranteed Rate Field home for more than 30 years, but according to a new report from Crane's Chicago Business, the team is weighing their options, including the possibility of leaving Chicago behind. While no decision has been reached, team owner and chairman Jerry Reinsdorf would consider moving the White Sox out of Guaranteed Rate Field when their lease expires in six years. That relocation could be as simple as building a new stadium elsewhere in the city, or could involve moving to Chicago's suburbs, or even to Nashville, Tennessee. According to a recent poll in The Athletic, Nashville was chosen by Major League Baseball players as the best city for a new franchise. Lease talks between the White Sox and the city of Chicago are expected to pick up as 2029 draws closer. The saga of Tampa Bay Rays shortstop Wander Franco took another turn yesterday when Major League Baseball decided to place him on administrative leave. This is as multiple investigations continue into allegations of relationships with underage girls in the Dominican Republic. An MLB statement said that administrative leave is not disciplinary and the league will offer further comment at the appropriate time. The father of Tennessee Titans quarterback Caleb Farley died early yesterday morning after an explosion leveled his North Carolina home. A family friend was also at the house and was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Caleb had bought his father Robert the home last year. Investigators believe a gas leak started in a bedroom and found its way to an ignition source. Meanwhile, Titans head coach Mike Vrabel held a press conference after yesterday's practice, conveying his support for Caleb and his family. Do everything that we can to, to be there for him, support him. That that's the most important thing is to focus on him uh, and not any of the, you know, the, the, everything else is, is pretty trivial. Former USC running back Reggie Bush will fire a defamation lawsuit against the NCAA today. This all has to do with Bush's attempt to have his 2005 Heisman Trophy reinstated. Bush forfeited the trophy in 2010 after a four-year extra benefits investigation determined that he and family members, while he was a student athlete, accepted cash, travel expenses, and a home in the San Diego area where Bush's parents lived rent-free for more than a year and for which they were provided $10,000 to furnish. The Heisman Trophy Trust has long maintained that because Bush's 2005 season was vacated by the NCAA, he was not eligible to win. However, if the NCAA were to officially restore his records, it's expected that Bush's trophy would be returned. James Harden, who has no desire to play for the Philadelphia 76ers, was slapped with a $100,000 fine by the NBA yesterday. In a statement, the league said the fine was based on public comments where Harden said he would not perform services called for under his player contract unless traded to another team. Other players have asked for trades and avoided fines, but it appears that Harden's public comments calling general manager Daryl Morey a liar and refusing to play led to the hit to the star player's bankroll. The NBPA has filed a grievance regarding the fine. Mostly sunny, hot, and humid. A slight chance of a shower late morning, but we're going to end up at 95 this afternoon with a heat index over 100. A meteorologist, Carrie Pujol. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 